Good evening, good evening. My name is Lisette and I'm your host. Welcome to the broadcast. I thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I ask that you share, share, share. Please, there's somebody that needs to increase their prayer life and needs to learn more biblical truth uh, of the Bible. I ask that you share. Amen. On tonight we pray. We are continuing in the book, Pray Without Seizing, A Believer's Guide to Effective Intercession by Apostle Stephen A. Garner. We are on section nine, nine, and it is entitled Biblical Purposes for Corporate Gathering. We will begin this chapter. We're going to pray first. But before we pray, I ask... Uh, I do want to let you know that if you do want the hard copy, you can get it on Kindle. You can get it at sagministries.com. And you can also get it at amazon.com. So let's get busy. The scripture verse I'm going to emphasize on is 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Father God, we love you and we thank you for this day. We thank you that you made a way. We thank you that you, Father, draw us near to you. We thank you and we glorify your holy name. For you are the great I am. You are our judge. You are our peacemaker. You are our 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 promise keeper father we adore you and we glorify you and we pray father that peace and prosperity would come unto us father god we pray father god that our souls would prosper our souls would prosper with your peace our souls would prosper with the peace of god in the name of jesus that you would prosper us by giving us strength, a renewed strength for this new era, Father, in the name of Jesus, a peace and a strength unto you, Abba, Father. We ask you for this. We pray that you prosper us in our souls and you prosper us in our spiritual increase, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that we would know that the Holy Spirit lives and is alive and is a double-edged sword. We prosper because you live in us and your word comes to life. We prosper in you, Father God, because you live in us. So we thank you in advance. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise, Father God. We ask that you saturate the ears. And, and encamp your angels upon us. Saturate the ears with the Holy Spirit. Father God, give us listening ears, that your ears, our ears, Father God, would hear from you in heaven, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And give us this heartbeat, this receptiveness to your Holy Spirit and your holy presence. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray for your presence. We pray that our soul may prosper in you and that we would be in health. 
health and wealth in prosperity. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Abba Father. I give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Biblical purposes for corporate gathering. Gather. The meaning is bring or come together. Accumulate. Harvest, summon, and draw together. The assembly of the saints should never be done void of purpose. The strength of our presence should carry power to bring reformation wherever and whenever we gather. God desires that a door or doors of faith, persuasion even, credence, and conviction of the truthfulness of God, especially the reverence upon Christ for salvation, be opened in the earth. There are several scripture passages which depict corporate gatherings for prayer, of which we will briefly elaborate on two. The first is found in Exodus 2, 23 through 25, jot them down, where, a where the children of Israel are in Egypt, Egyptian, are in Egyptian captivity and are corporately crying out to God. Now notice they're in captivity, crying out to God, crying out to God. No matter where we're at, we cry out to God and God hears us. This begins began to activate God to move mightily on their behalf. A deliverer by the name of Moses is raised up. God releases plagues of judgment against the nation of Egypt. He delivers them by, the, by night from their captives. And thus they are led on a journey to a place of promise. So we can be in any strange place in captivity, in harm's way, in distress, in duress. And God hears us when we cry out unto him and he answers. All we need to do is ask. Amen. This mighty breakthrough all began when a group of people, because of anguish, bondage and pain began crying out as a nation to God. The historical aspect of this gathering began in the life of Abram in Genesis 13, where God shows him through a dream, through a dream, his people being held in captive in, strain, in a strange land for 400 years. Abram is also encouraged of deliverance for his people. The actual liberation from Egyptian captivity was 435 years. The reason for the delay was because no one was crying out. It is important that we activate our cries out unto God without delay. If you want to move of God, amen. And the Bible says that too, 
is better than one and three cannot be easily broken. So if you have three friends that can come together, amen, and pray, God can move. He continues to say there was no corporate intercession and no national breakthrough. And that was because there was no praying being done. Secondly, secondly, the second example he is found in Luke 1, 5, 11. This is the set time for prophetic fulfillment concerning the coming of our Messiah. The forerunner by the name of John was to come forth and prepare the way for his coming. There is something of a new order taking place during this time. I want you to think about this. Let me say it again. There is something of a new order taking place during this time. It's the first simulated model of corporate prayer in the New Testament. And let me emphasize on this timing. God has a set time for everything. And we need to align ourselves with God's timing. Because when you line yourself up with God's timing, everything falls into place. So ask God to line you up with God's timing. There's a timing in heaven that comes upon the earth and we need to align up with his timing so that the purposes of God will be fulfilled in us and through us for his glory in the kingdom of God. I'm talking about beyond the church. Amen. And he continues to say, say here in Zechariah, Zacharias, Zacharias was executing the office of the priest according to the old custom and burning incense literally on the altar. Something else is taking place outside the temple. However, a, a multitude of people were praying while the incense was burning. Suddenly, suddenly a powerful angel appeared on the right side of the altar of incense. He announces to Zacharias the mandate of heaven for the birth of John the Baptist. This event would ultimately lead to the fur furtherance of human activity connected to divine intervention. And Christ the Messiah would be born because of what took place in corporate prayer meetings. It can be here. It can be at the church. It can be at home. Let me say this. We're gonna. We're almost gonna end this. So it's clearly seen and evident that gatherings. For corporate prayer carries supernatural significance into human affairs. We will now open, we will now look at some of the biblical benefits for gathering according or corporately and discover the purpose and power that releases 
released as we gathered. And this, we are going to continue on our next episode. But I want to leave you with this principle. And it's upon the church. And then obviously it, it, it is upon his kingdom. A kingdom principle. Prayers empower not only the local church. It, with boldness to war against territorial powers. That opposes the advancement of the kingdom. That's you and I. I'm going to leave you with this scripture, Acts 12, 5. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But, 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 prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Amen. That's a principle of God. Okay, y'all. We're going to continue on tomorrow and we're going to discuss these examples of the purpose and power that's released when we gather. Amen. Until tomorrow, may God richly bless you and I will see you on tomorrow. Good night.